You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Beautiful Feet is the title of this devotion. You know, I was staying at some people's homes some years ago. And as I was praying early in the morning, the Spirit of the Lord just came so strong upon me that I knew God wanted to do something. I didn't know what He wanted to do. I just knew He wanted to do something. So I met with the husband and wife that morning before I left their house and sat down with them. I asked them, can I have a minute with you? And I remember the husband sat on my left hand and the wife sat on my right. I sat in the middle. And the moment I sat down, the Lord showed me. And I looked at the wife. I said, wow, the Lord's giving me this word for you. How beautiful are your feet? And the moment I said that, his spirit came upon the husband and wife and they began to weep. I didn't know naturally what was going on. I didn't need to know. All I knew was God was working. And I asked the woman, do you mind if I just pray for your feet? And I laid my hands on her feet and I said, thank you, Jesus, for healing these feet and blessing them. I did not know, but that day she was going to go to the hospital to get surgery for her feet because she had suffered with flat feet all her life. And the bones were pushing through the skin to the degree that it was unbearably painful. And Jesus healed her completely. She went to the hospital that day and they checked her out again and everything was healed. How beautiful are your feet? There's something about feet that means more to God than we may realize. And one of those things is that he says in his word to Isaiah, through Isaiah, to his people, how lovely are the feet that bring glad tidings of peace. The Apostle Paul speaking about the privilege to preach the gospel and bringing faith into, in Jesus into people's hearts references that verse from Isaiah here in Romans chapter 10. He says, starting at verse 14, How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, the Lord, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It is as much a gift of God to preach as it is to hear. And I believe in preaching by the Holy Spirit's inspiration, given utterance to speak not our own words, but the words of God. And this is what the Lord is saying to you and me. How lovely are your feet. In other words, 
Where do you go? What do you say? When you go where you go, I long for your feet to be directed by the Lord, as it would say in Psalm 37, verse 23. He orders the feet of those who are good in his sight. A good man's steps are ordered of the Lord, in other words. <laughs> when God delights in your heart, he will direct your feet into situations where you are given the privilege to speak a word in season to those whose hearts are weary. And that is a statement here from Isaiah chapter 50. Oh, how I love these verses and how they've helped me in my walk before the Lord. Oh, God will help you in your walk before him. The Lord, verse 4 of Isaiah 50, has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who's weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learning. And that's what Paul was saying. He was saying, when the word of God is living in your heart, it gives you the hearing ear. I'll talk to you about this some more this week. He gives you the hearing ear. And as the word lives in you, God begins to open your understanding to what he's saying. And then he gives you opportunities as he guides your feet. You see, keeping your feet clean has everything to do with keeping your hearing open or active, that you keep hearing God. You keep perceptive towards him. You keep perceiving him. You keep meditating on his word. And that is keeping your feet clean to be able to speak his words again. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned so that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who's weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as a learner. God wants you to stay in such a place that your feet can be guided by his spirit to speak a word in season. For me, actually, to end up in that home with those two precious people who love him and to be there right at the right moment when she's about to have surgery and to be able to speak those words to him. I could have never done such a thing of myself. I could have never orchestrated all that. I just got up like I always do. I just got up in the morning and the Lord opened my ear and gave me a word. I didn't know. But he knew that what he had given me was the word for that precious soul that morning so that she could have her feet healed. Oh, I want to encourage you. The Heavenly Father wants to so have a hold of your heart every day that you may know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. It doesn't always have to be something like this that I've described to you. It could be so simple. It could just be good morning. My dear sister Esther, whom I love with all my heart, she's my older sister and her husband, Jerry Terry. <laughs> she told me something that some years ago, she was in a meeting and I came in a bit later and sat down next to her. And as I sat down, I said, hi, S. Her name is Esther, hi, S. And the moment I said, hi, S, Jesus touched her and took away the weariness that was pushing on her soul. 
She told me, she said, Throp, I was so heavy in my soul and I'd been praying and praying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And the moment you sat down and said, hi, yes, it left me. You see, this is not that I'm better than any of us here today. No, this is Jesus. Jesus looking for these beautiful feet that are able to be guided by Him. And you may say, but Pastor Robert, I've had my stumbling in life. Can the Lord use me? Oh, come on. The good man's steps are ordered of the Lord, even though he falls. He shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord shall uphold him. Or as it says in Proverbs, what is it, 24, 16, 25, 16, the righteous man may fall seven times, but he shall arise. Any of us have gone through things in our lives. We could have said it better. We could have said it different. I have that too. <laughs> I do desire daily to be able to speak wisely, graciously, courteously, respectfully, gently, willingly, with a good nature. Yes, but sometimes, oh my goodness, it's like you got your foot in your mouth. Everything you say comes out the wrong way. And I've been there, but that does not stop God if you won't let it. Don't constantly be busy with your failures. Just keep humbling your heart and keep learning. Keep learning. Come on, we're not failures. We're learners. And there's a big difference. A failure is somebody who insists on feeling guilty and condemned and nourishes his pride. But a learner is somebody who nurses humility and keeps growing and keeps maturing because the Lord is faithful to teach us how to be able to speak a word in season. The Apostle Paul says, we have such trust through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think as anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also has made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. In other words, God enables us to speak His life-giving words by His Holy Spirit. I love the way the Living Bible says this verse. Paul says here in the, in the Living Bible, I know it's a paraphrase, but I love it. He says, I would never dare think anything comes from myself. My ability is what God works through me. Jesus said this. Jesus said this here in John chapter 14. Listen to this, what Jesus said in John chapter 14. <laughs> he says, Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. The words I speak to you, I do not speak them on my own authority. It's the Father who's in me, who does the works. You see, it says here in John chapter 3, verse 34, For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God does not give the Spirit by measure. That little verse, which is a quote from John the Baptist about Jesus, has always stuck with me. So I've always prayed and prayed and prayed, Father, grant me the privilege not to speak my words, but your words. 
You know, and it says in Mark 16, verse 20, and they spoke the words of God and God worked with them, confirming the word with the following signs and wonders. I really do believe this with all my heart, you know, but we do have to be willing to learn. You gotta be willing to learn and you gotta keep learning. Learning means, no, that wasn't the right way. And take ownership, take responsibility, apologize. I'm serious. Don't just act like it, don't just justify it. Don't just excuse yourself by accusing. That is the worst kind of dark thought to allow to your heart. Don't ever allow darkness in your heart by excusing yourself by accusing somebody else. No. <laughs> Take responsibility of the words of your own mouth. No matter what somebody else did. Yeah, but they provoked me. They irritated. No, no. It came out of your mouth. If it came out of your mouth, it came out of your heart, according to Luke 6, 30, 45. Jesus says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If it came out of your mouth, it's your responsibility, no matter what they did. So then you got to go back and say, you know, the way I spoke there wasn't right. Can you please forgive me? I should not have said that. That was wrong. Please forgive me. That's taking responsibility. The Bible says we have to give an account to God of every word that comes out of our mouth. And so we need to get things right. Learning means taking responsibility and if need be apologizing and learning how to do different by meditating on God's word and by praying it. Jesus said this when it talks about learning and taking responsibility how we speak. He says, I am able to do nothing from myself. Wow. Independently of my own accord, but only as I'm taught by God, as I get his orders, even as I hear, I judge, I decide, as I'm bitten to decide. As the voice comes to me, so I give a decision. And my judgment is right, just and righteous, because I do not seek or consult my own will. I have no desire to do what's pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose, but only the will and the pleasure of the Father who sent me. Now, with that kind of heart, that we see in Jesus, and I just read to you from John 5, verse 30, I guarantee the Holy Spirit will teach you. He will instruct you. He will help you learn how to speak in the way that honors God, how to speak words that are pleasing to Him, how to have feet that are beautiful. In other words, God can guide your feet into the right situation to speak the right word at the right moment to be able to bring that comfort, that encouragement, that answer, that miracle. Oh, it is wonderful. Jesus showed that when you are given to speak God's words and they come to pass, that that's called a sign and a wonder. Remember how the man came from Capernaum to Jesus and he had walked for at least six to seven hours. And he came to Jesus and he said, please come for my son is ill and at the point of death. And Jesus said, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. And the man again says, Lord, please come before it's too late. And the Lord looked at that man and said, go, your son liveth. And the man believed. 
the man believed. Do you see the power of speaking the right word that creates faith in the heart of those that need to see a miracle from God? That man went his way, and the next day he met servants that were coming to find him to tell him, your son liveth. And he asked those men, at which time did he become better? And it was exactly at the moment Jesus said it, and he believed it. Oh, I believe in this with all my heart, that God would grant your feet to be so lovely sent in such a place of surrender and submission to God that you'll be able to speak the right words. Let me close with this thought. <laughs> Remember when Moses was in the far side of the desert, in the place called Midian, and he was the shepherd of Midian. He was known as the shepherd who everybody knew was going around taking care of the sheep of the priest of Midian there. Everybody knew Moses. And Moses thought, I'm going to look on the mountain that they call the mountain of God. And as he went up the mountain, he saw a bush that was burning and yet not consumed. And when he decided, I'm going to go look at this, I'm going to investigate this, God saw it. When our hearts begin to draw near to God and say, Lord, I have to learn how to speak your words. I have to learn how to be able to be sent by you to speak a word in season. God watches it. He sees it. He knows when you make an effort to draw near to him. When you make an effort to learn, he sees it. And when Moses turned to see, the Lord spoke to him and said, Moses, Moses, do not draw near this place where you stand, for this is holy ground. Take the shoes off of your feet. And you see, God was in other words coming to Moses and saying, I want to send your feet to speak my words. Now, come on, think about this today. Let God so anoint your feet to go where he would have them go, to say what he would say, to do what he would do, and then watch his miracles come to precious souls out there that are looking for him. I really believe this is the day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Have a good day.